0: Victoria's Racing Heartland. This is the only program dedicated to Victorian country racing. Welcome to the Country Racing Show. It's got it all. Good morning or afternoon to you now, Maggie Payne. Good afternoon, Gareth. Geez, there's plenty happening. There's country cups left, right, and centre. Yeah,
1: and it just, we had the Hamilton Cup yesterday and it just keeps building. We really are in the thick of spring. We've got the Mowi Cup tomorrow, and then we've got the uh, Horsham Seymour and Avoca Cup to come over Saturday and Sunday. So, it's basically just full throttle from now on, and um, it's exciting. It's a shame we can't get trackside and be there, but we'll definitely be tuning on and tuning in from home, and hoping we can find some winners across the um, across the weekend.
0: And how have those country cups been? When oh, the country clubs going with their, their biggest day? of course, not not having crowds and this is their biggest day really to get money into their club.
1: Yeah, that's right. A lot of these uh, clubs, you look at Evoca, they only race twice a year and the, um, they're obviously struggling. Clubs like that that can't get the crowds on course, I think what was welcomed with a cyber release this week, owners are allowed back on course and that's just given the clubs, I guess, some kind of atmosphere and something to put the event on. But they're definitely struggling um, in terms of not welcoming their community back on course. And I think um, it'll be interesting to see in the in the months to come how we can come out of this. And I think country racing will just come back stronger than ever. You look at the fields across the weekend, it's um, jam-packed and the horses are there. We've just got to get the people back. That's the next step.
0: You could hear the a little bit of an atmosphere. Any chucker on Monday with the roar of the uh, a group of owners when their horse won. It was great to to hear that as well. So what? So for for the country people listening out there, what are the rules and regulations to 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 get to the races during this particular period?
1: So if you have a runner and you live in regional Victoria, you are allowed to go to the track. And yep. before you do go to the track, you do have to pre-register online with. That club. So you just head to the club's website. Um, Racing Victoria do send out owners' emails, and all the information is in there. But you basically just have to pre-register with the club, and then show up on the day. And um, each race is capped to 30 owners per race, so there is a cap on that, and they're monitoring it um, pretty strictly in terms of you know following all the right protocols. And you do have to. There is a time period of, you know, you can't stay there all day unless you've got a, a horse in the uh, first and last race. But you mentioned the they do add a bit of an atmosphere. I think there was only 21 owners on course at Etchugar on Monday, but I could definitely hear it uh, yeah. through the TV. And we've been, you know, I think people in regional Victoria wanting to get out and about a bit. I think um, you know people from Bendigo travelled up to Etchugar, so um, half their luck.
0: No, no, it was it was great to. I was so jealous watching that Racing.com coverage there of Etchugar on Monday. We had the Cranbourne Cup there on Sunday, and it was a terrific day, a wonderful program there for, for Cranbourne Cup Day, Matty Kamani and Freddie Kersley combined to take out the Cup, and um, the Hamilton Cup was yesterday as well, Maggie, and I think everybody, I think, involved with that decision to postpone that meeting, because the, the track played pretty well.
1: It did, and it looked beautiful on TV, you know, they were waterlogged on Saturday, and Basically, a transfer within the region on the Saturday just wasn't possible. Parts of Warrnambool and Hamilton, and uh, the wider coal rain area, were basically underwater. So, for the track to rebound and um, race like it did yesterday, the the cup was a, a great race. Just that it kind of came from everywhere, and it was it was good that the club were um, able to have that race and uh, and run the time on at Hamilton Cup, as everyone says. But uh, yeah, no, it did look very good on TV. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, and was it a difficult decision to, to postpone it without losing the meeting? Was it close to being lost this year?
1: It it was very close to being lost, I think. Um I think we they were just lucky with that Wednesday that they were able to transfer it and it was just a bumping day, obviously, with Caulfield racing yesterday in Port Lincoln, um, in South Australia. It just kind of added to the to the day yesterday and it was um it was nice to have a country cup, not lost um to weather, I guess you could say.
0: Okay, and the Country Cup circuit, we kicked that off on RSN's Carnival Channel. All you need to do is download the RSN 927 app and you can listen to the Country Cup circuit. We've got, of course, Moe on Friday and then Seymour at Horsham Cup Day there on Sunday. But Sunday was a lot of fun, Maggie. Dean Lester, he's, a, he's the boy from Cranbourne. Um, he was great. He had some wonderful insights and he was tipping winners along with Harry White and Maddie Stewart and yourself part of that coverage, and it was good to catch up with a few of the locals and to get that history and, and, and what Cranbourne's all about, which hopefully we'll be able to replicate throughout the Country Cup circuit when we go to the different regions for their big day.
1: Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. You know, I thought, oh, working, you know, most of a Sunday afternoon could sound a bit drab and dreary, but I had so much fun, and Dino's stories were great, and like you said, showcasing the region. Um, although they're not able to have on-course crowds, which is so sad for the clubs. It's great to be able to talk to these local people and get the stories. You know, we spoke to Kenny Keyes and we spoke to Nick Kent and um, the people who, I guess, are the lifeblood of these clubs. And I think even if, uh, as we go on throughout the circuit, we'll have um, a lot of rural clubs like the St. Arnold Cup or a Donald Cup that are out in the middle of nowhere, so to speak, and... We will talk to the, the stalwarts of these clubs and really looking forward to Molly tomorrow. I know there's already a few cracking interviews lined up. So um, in the heart of they there, looking forward to going to Molly Cup and previewing a big day racing. And the Cup field's really shaping up to be um, a ripper race. Not only, you know, that, they've got the sprint race as well. So looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, Darren Galley will be part of the team. Nick Quinn, myself, and Harry White will be our form expert. But the best part about all of that... And when we're talking to the the people of Cranbourne on, on Sunday, and I think it, it involves every Country Cup, when you're a local and you, you're brought up in that area, it's not necessarily the Melbourne Cup that you want to win. The Melbourne Cup is high on the agenda, but most people, if you're a country person, that you have your hometown Cup just in front of the, the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, that's so true. And I heard you
1: speak to Zoe Lloyd after... She won her first race on Sunday, which was pretty amazing. We were in the studio together to, um, you know, witness that moment together. And she said she'd love to win, obviously, a Melbourne Cup and a Cox Plate and a Swan Hill Cup. So yeah. to win your local cup, um, it's it's high on the agenda. And there'll be a couple uh, Moi trainers trying to do that tomorrow in Alison Bennett and Charlie Gaffer. Uh, they've got two horses heading to their local cup. They're trying to upset the big stables of Chris Waller and Andrew Noblet and Richard Laming. So... As you said, to win a Hometown Cup would be uh, pretty amazing. And a lot of people put it up there with those big three races like a, a Cox Plate and races such as that.
0: OK, it's now time to spin a yarn here on the Country Racing Show.
2: The people at the grassroots of racing. We're spinning a yarn on the Country Racing Show.
0: At the 250, Meteor Light had the lead. Patch Adams getting through. Burt Whistle, Vinda Dance, Month the Missile late. Chances galore. Burt Whistle hit the lead. Month of Missile runs it down from Patch Adams. Month of Missile hit the lead in the cup, though, and Month of Missile drew away to win. Month of Missile a length to Burt Whistle. Yeah, Patch there was a little Adams bit of pace up front in that Hamilton Cup there yesterday. And Month of Missile, the horse from Mount Gambier, flashed down the outside to win the Hamilton Cup there yesterday. Trained by Belinda O'Loughlin, and she joins us now on the Country Racing Show to Spin a Yarn. Uh, Good afternoon to you, Belinda, and congratulations.
2: Good afternoon, thanks very much.
0: Were you expecting that?
2: Um, Definitely hoping for it, yes.
1: (laughs) Well, she has been in consistent form for your uh, stable, Belinda, and you are a regular, you know, in the Victorian racing scene, you are based at Mount Gambier, just over the border, but how have you found it, I guess, in the last few weeks or months in terms of COVID and preparing your horses um, out of Mount Gambier?
2: Um, it's almost impossible for us because, it's, because we don't have those jump outs. We east of South Australia, so we use the jump outs and everything over in Victoria, which um, are run regularly and very smoothly over there. And a place just like Castor and Coleraine Huggins, hunting out on those, um and I would normally do about seventy five percent of my racing over the border. So uh, it's restricted opportunities for one little stable with the code. Uh, um, but sometimes it's, it's worth it a worth the of getting a horse over the border and having to be there, you know, b- beforehand a couple of days in someone else's stable and and uh, uh, uh just because we, um, luckily enough worked out for us yesterday.
0: Okay, about five to ten seconds ago, Belinda, you're in a perfect spot there. Your line just breaking up a little bit. We'll try again if it's if it's still a little bit scratchy. We might um, ring you back. But just with that, and we've we, we've had a chat to a lot of our border tra- trainers in New South Wales, and they've had their problems, of course, with the borders being being shut. But um, when did you when did you get the green light to to come over to Victoria to to compete?
2: Um, we haven't got a South Australian um, participant can't come to Victoria at all. The horse has to be sent over the border, put in the hands of a licensed Victorian trainer, um, and it has to be raced by them. So we still haven't got a green light at all uh, to come over. They never South Australian horses from entering Victoria or Victorian horses from entering South Australia at any stage. So. Okay.
1: And Belinda, she's just been a consistent galloper for your stable. Um, how how long has she been with you? I, I think she came from Paul Prusker and she's had six wins, so you can't get uh, much better than that, can you?
2: No, no, she's been absolutely fantastic when she came to the stable. Um, I was the lucky beneficiary of um, I was suggested to visit, to, to try somewhere else with her. She had a few knee injuries and um, had gone off the boil a bit and uh luckily enough i ended up with her um i've had her uh, just over 12 months 12 18 months and, um yeah, she's been absolutely brilliant she tries and tries and a great bringer.
0: all right then we this is the last one i think with that line's just a little scratchy belinda but your husband um jeff made his long-awaited return there to the saddle yesterday, which was great. He hasn't been riding, I think, he's nearly been a decade out of the saddle. How did he pull
2: up? Yeah, he pulled up really well. He um, was very excited to be back out there and he had a great day and didn't come home with a winner, but um, had a nice fourth at his first ride. So he pulled up terrific and yeah, really important to be back out there for good.
0: What, What was his inspiration to get back?
2: He never wanted to retire in the first place. He was sort of forced into retirement to um, things going wrong, a track upgrade here, half the numbers of horses in work, and um, weight was getting a little hard for him, and he just basically had to retire a lot earlier than he was ready to retire. He's never lost the bug and he's never left the industry. And now with the weight trail being a little bit higher um, and being some more opportunities around, and the fact that he's a little bit older now, not carrying as much muscle, but he's finding it a lot easier to maintain. he's recently lost 16 kilos since Christmas. Um, and he's walking around at about 54 and a half, 55, and hasn't washed yet. So um, really enjoying that side of it. And so, yeah, he's just, just hoping to, to get back out there and run in the South East and hopefully if the COVID ever disappears to be able to pop back over to the Western District.
0: Yeah, great stuff. Well, we wish him the best of luck and well done yesterday taking out the Hamilton Cup, Belinda, with um, Martha Missile that flashed down the outside to win that race. Thanks very much for your time, as always. Thank you very
2: much. It was a great moment
0: for us. There's Belinda. Well done, Belinda. Belinda O'Loughlin joining us there. It was a great story. And that, that Jeff O'Loughlin story, Maggie, is a terrific yarn. So out of, the, out of race riding for for 10 years basically and as Belinda just pointed out a lack of opportunities that forced him into an early retirement but he's lost 16 kilos since Christmas um, he has been obviously he's got this motivation in front of him, he's determined to, to, to come back into the sport and ride plenty of winners
1: Yeah it sounds like jeff got a bit of um, unfinished business there and we did see him return yesterday at Panola after 10 years out of the saddle and uh, it'll be interesting i noticed that belinda did have a horse in the race which he didn't take the ride so i don't know how that went down but um no it'll be interesting to follow him and and like belinda said once the borders are listed he'll uh, probably get a few more opportunities across the border but great to see him make his return that's pretty remarkable after 10 years
0: and there's plenty to look forward to in the the country racing scene over the next week or so um there's there's a few country cups on there maggie
1: yeah, as I mentioned, we're going to Maui tomorrow and then the fun keeps rolling on. It's Caulfield Cup Day and we're racing at Avoca and I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Ben Ball, the race caller. This will be his 10th Evoca uh, Cup this weekend. He obviously works at Moonee Valley Racing Club and is heavily involved in the picnic circuit, so happy 10th birthday to you, Ben. Um, I'm, I'm here that he's got a runner on the day, so he'll be keeping a close eye on that. And then on Sunday, we've got the double header with the Seymour Cup, which will be run at Kilmore and also the Horsham Cup and We might get a bit of a sneak peek of a, well, definitely a potential Melbourne Cup contender and surprise baby on Sunday who'll complete an exhibition gallop between races at Horsham on Sunday. So it is a jam-packed weekend. Um, I've really got to hit the form guide hard now because I don't have any winners yet.
0: (laughs) Okay then, Maggie. Well, you, you dive into that form guide and hopefully you'll have a couple of winners for us and Geez, that that is great. That we might be able to catch up with Paul Pruska as well on uh, the Country Cup circuit on on Sunday to get the the immediate word after his gallop there during Cup Day. And obviously, not many people can can watch him do that, but that'll be great to watch Surprise Baby, one of the favourites in the Caulfield Cup, do some work there on on his home track.
1: Yeah, it'll be exciting, and um, I'm sure that Paul will have a. Many other runners on the day and probably a couple in the Horsham Cup to follow. So, you know, how what we said on Sunday uh, at Swan Hill, you've got to back the locals. I find Horsham's a bit the same. Paul P. Bruce has got a horse running around. You've got to back it.
0: Great stuff, Maggie. Can't wait to catch up with you on Sunday for the Country Cup circuit. You can listen to that. Of course, it's on tomorrow afternoon as well. As we take you through that Mowie Cup um, meeting, you can just download the RSN 927 app and listen to us on the Carnival Channel. Good on you, Maggie. Enjoy your weekend. It's 12.17. You're listening to RSN Central and it's Thursday. Time for a quick break. On the other side of it, it's green light on with Dan Malecki, Adam Hamilton and Robbie Orber as we talk some harness racing.